Brooke, when was the last time someone threw you a real banger of a party? Um, God, does my wedding count? <laughs> you threw yourself. <laughs> Can it be called a banger when no one dances? Oh, here we go. I mean, and leaves was... at eight. <laughs> there was a bounce house. So yeah, it was a banger. True, true. Some of us almost died there. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I'm going to guess, I mean, I was there. It didn't quite get to the mm. level of Queen Elizabeth II's massive blowout. Yeah. Over the weekend, she celebrated her Platinum Jubilee. Yeah, and not only did her Jubilee give us some of the biggest names in music, we also saw the return of some familiar faces in the royal family. Yeah, I gotta say, I am always here for some royal debauchery. Oh my God, yes, and royal drama. Mm-hmm. From Wondery, I'm Arisha Skidmore-Williams. And I'm Brooke Ziffrin. It's Monday, June 6th. And you're listening to Rich and Daily. If you've been keeping up with Even the Rich, you've heard us talking about Monopoly Go. That's right. And we're going to keep talking about it. So playing Monopoly Go with your family and friends is truly a delight. Yeah, there's always something new to do, like partner events where you build on each other's boards, crazy tournaments where you can recruit your friends, or competitions to outdo them on the leaderboards. And we love competition. Yeah, we do. Too much. And if you want to play solo, there's timed events like obscenely massive multipliers for all your winnings and challenges like treasure hunts or money sprees. It's honestly a really great pastime. Exactly. Compete with your friends and people all around the world to be the biggest Monopoly tycoon on the leaderboards. So join the fun and download Monopoly Go now, free on the App Store and Google Play. This episode is brought to you by Saks.com. Richies, you know we love to shop, so it's only fitting that today's sponsor is Saks.com. Saks.com is the perfect place to find new style inspiration. Yeah, Saks.com has everything for your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for brunch, a bright Chloe blazer for that job interview, or Stodd's gold cowboy boots for a concert. These are all such different vibes, and literally all vibes I would love to be a part of, so that's fun. Oh, (laughs) yeah, definitely. So find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Sax.com. Sax.com. Life is full of personal wins. Whether it's cleaning your house, getting that dream car, or checking off your to-do list, winning at life is a great feeling. And with the State Farm Personal Price Plan, you can keep winning when you create an affordable price just for you by bundling home and auto. So give yourself a round of applause. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with a personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Give me that, give me that hot gas. I feel like it's safe to say if there's one thing the British royals know how to do, it's turn out a huge party. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what we got to see this weekend as 96-year-old Queen Elizabeth II reached a historic milestone. Her reign hit the big 7-0, mm-hmm. which for those doing the fast math means she took the reins when she was 26. Yeah, so she actually was coronated on June 2nd, 1953. She became Britain's monarch following the death of her father, King George VI, in February of 1952. 
She was only 27 years old when she officially became queen, although she had actually been serving as queen since her father's death a year earlier. So her Platinum Jubilee is a pretty crazy milestone because she's only two years away from becoming the longest-serving European monarch in history, right mm-hmm. behind France's King Louis XIV. And leading up to her platinum status, there were silver, ruby, golden, diamond, and sapphire jubilees. It makes me wonder, like, how many jewels are left? (laughs) I know. Well, they weren't expecting it, you know, to go this long for anyone, probably. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, of course, this is going to be a huge blowout. It's Mm -hmm. It ended up being a four-day event where essentially the whole kingdom, if you will, went out (laughs) to celebrate her. And with an occasion as historic as this one, you know they pulled out all the stops. So, like we said, it was a four-day event, and the celebration kicked off with a military parade at Buckingham Palace last Thursday. Now, this parade, for our non-British listeners, is also known as Trooping the Color. Mm, Interesting. So then on Friday, the royal family attended a church service of Thanksgiving at St. Paul's Cathedral in London. Queen Victoria also marked her diamond jubilee at the cathedral in 1897 with a similar service. So you know how they love their old traditions. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) They're like, nothing should change ever. I mean, if it works. (laughs) And then on Saturday, they spent a day at a horse racing track, ups and downs, for what's known as the Kazoo Derby. Um, The queen was not able to attend either event due to mobility issues. It was actually reported that she experienced some discomfort during the first day of the Jubilee celebration, mostly because they played rugby. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Could you imagine, though, if the queen was playing rugby? I would love that. My favorite thing of all time. Um, So her children, Prince Charles, ugh, And Princess Anne went in her place. The palace said the queen watched the Thanksgiving service and the horse races on TV from her apartments in Windsor Castle. Can I just say, this is so classic party. Like, (laughs) it's like when you get, like, too sick at your own birthday party because you're too drunk. And your friends keep partying without you. Yes. And it's like, have some respect. (laughs) God. That, ironically enough, probably was the actual last time I had a banger. (laughs) When you were too drunk. I at your got own party. too drunk. Yeah, at my own yeah. party. Oh, so sad. Happens to the best of us. Yeah. And so the most anticipated event of the weekend came that evening with the BBC's Platinum Party at the Palace. Ooh. Love a good alliteration. Ooh, same. Um, it was a massive concert that was hosted by some of the biggest names in music, and they all came out to perform in honor of the Queen. And not only was the crowd treated to an incredible night of music, They also got to see the queen herself get in on the fun. Mm -hmm. Maybe this is why she didn't show up to that horse race. (laughs) Yeah. She's in her moves. Uh Um, So before celebrations got underway, the evening's program had a pretty unique opening act. In front of a crowd of thousands, there was a pre-recorded sketch that was screened outside of Buckingham Palace that featured the queen and Paddington Bear. (laughs) Um, So in the video, Paddington offers the queen a marmalade sandwich, which was tucked under his red-brimmed hat. Mm -hmm. And he tells the queen, I always keep one for emergencies. But the queen has her own secret sandwich. She opens her black handbag and pulls out a sandwich, telling Paddington, so do I. Okay. You know how there were all those rumors (laughs) that Kim Kardashian and Pete tried to get into this royal jubilee that was, like, not actually true. But after this sketch, maybe they should consider letting Pete come to the next one. You know? What was the point of this? Please tell me. 
Listen, this just feels like a sketch that I wrote before I knew how to write a sketch. And I I support it. I'm like, you know what? We all got to start somewhere. And to be fair, I've kept food in a purse. So it's not that ridiculous. All right. I'm just, maybe 96 isn't the year to kick off your sketch comedy career. I'm just saying. It's never too late. We've all seen the <laughs> okay. posts on Instagram. Okay. Um, so the concert actually kicked off with Adam Lambert, who I famously love so much. And the band Queen doing the classic We Will Rock You. And mm-hmm. in the opening of the song, the Queen and Paddington Bear were shown in a video tapping their spoons against their teacups to the beat of the song, more classic, timeless comedy. Mm-hmm. So the mm-hmm. lineup was really incredible, though. It included legends like Diana Ross, Duran Duran, Alicia Keys, Rod Stewart. Mm-hmm. And one of the real standout moments came from Sir Elton John himself. He sang your song in a pre-recorded video. Elton was unable to be there in person because he's currently on his Farewell Yellow Brick Road tour, which I famously attended Mm. two years ago. Yeah, he's been saying goodbye for a long time. Yeah, he has. My thing about this is he's a sir, which is handed Mm -hmm. down by the queen, I think. Yeah, yes. So I'd be like, listen buddy, take a day off your tour and come sing to me in person. I made you a sir. I mean, Arisha, her great-grandchild didn't even want to be there. (laughs) So, like, Elton John doesn't have anything better to do. (laughs) Oh, man, that kid. Mm. I cannot with him. (laughs) Um, Speaking of the royal family, usually they're not the most emotionally expressive people in the world, (laughs) youngest grandchild notwithstanding. Right. But things were a little different this weekend. During Saturday's concert, both Prince Charles and Prince William gave pretty touching speeches to the Queen. Yeah, so in his speech, Prince Charles spoke about his mother and said, You laugh and cry with us, and most importantly, you've been there for us for these 70 years. Even when I was being an absolute asshole to my wife, who is mm-hmm. a queen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so he also said serving the public was what gets his mother up in the morning and thanked her on behalf of the world. And Prince William's speech had a little bit more of a serious tone. He said, as the queen celebrates her platinum jubilee, the pressing needs to protect and restore our planet has never been more urgent. He added, but like her, I'm an optimist. Okay, so... Is this just him doing damage control from all the backlash mm. he's been getting about Good question? It just seemed I don't know. I guess when you're in the public opportunistic. Yeah, when you're in the public you're always looking for opportunity. <laughs> it seems. <laughs> and it's like, I don't know. I was surprised that Prince Charles felt more like loving, I guess, or like personal versus William. But he's on my list, so. Yeah, I guess. Well, maybe Prince Charles is just better at bullshitting at this point. Oh, God. He's been doing it longer, you know? He learned. He learned (laughs) real good. Um, And then, of course, this isn't royal drama without Harry and Meghan. Um, They attracted a ton of attention considering this was their first royal event in two years. But it's been reported they wanted to finally introduce their daughter a little bit to her great-grandmother, even though tensions with the family still seem pretty high. Mm-hmm. Uh, so at Friday's Thanksgiving, Harry and Meghan arrived ahead of Prince Charles and Camilla, Duchess of Cornwall, as well as Prince William and Kate Middleton. And it's the first time the three couples have appeared together in public in more than two years. Yeah, I mean, as William and Kate 
were making their way to their seats in the front row, there was no eye contact between them and Meghan and Harry. So I don't know. Mm -hmm. Maybe we're all just looking at two into that. Who knows? We love to do that. (laughs) Uh, We really do. (laughs) Um, And when Prince Charles passed by the row with Meghan and Harry, he was photographed looking away, which he could have been looking at anything. (laughs) I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. so many people in this event. Yeah, like, like... Come on. Um, And following the service, many members of the royal family headed to the Lord Mayor's reception, but Meghan and Harry didn't attend the lunch on Friday or the small family lunch following the trooping parade on Thursday. They also skipped out on Saturday's concert, and instead they spent the day celebrating Lilibet's first birthday privately, which I think is fine. I just—it's one of those things where it's like you think about family events, especially family events that— last a few days, which I can't think of any that I've had at my family, but right. Like it's not crazy to not go to all of them. I know. And when there's a ton of people everywhere, I'm always zoning out <laughs> and in another world. So it's like I'm not necessarily looking at people. Yeah. Doesn't mean anything. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's tough because I do think that like Harry and the Queen still have a good relationship. Yeah. It seems like just based mm-hmm. on everything I've read. So it's probably like, I don't know kind of torn because you have to be with the rest of the family also. And that's who wants to do that. Yeah. Well, and maybe Harry was like, listen, your youngest son is being a little brat, making all those <laughs> gestures with his hand, Nana and Boo Boo, which come on, it's not mm-hmm. 1991. Yeah. So he was like, I can't be with this. Yeah. No, it makes sense. I heard Kate actually say, well, I'm rubber and you're glue. So mm-hmm. that'll do it. <laughs> yep. From Wondery, I'm Marisha Skidmore-Williams. And I'm Brooke Ziprin. This is Rich and Daily. See you tomorrow, Richies. If you like our show, please follow us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you're listening right now. And tell your friends we've got the hot goss. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.